week, Emily and I down the Kardashian gummies and think thoughts about the year ahead in hotels. Acro is likely to set the news agenda as it spits off luxury and lifestyle, while technology continues to cement itself in operations. But what does this all mean for the quarter of reckoning? Hello and happy new year. Welcome to the first instalment of your new tricks podcasting delights for 2023. Am I still cutting out? No, it's marvellous. Oh, tremendous. How are you, Catherine? I'm very well, thank you. And how are you on this, the first official Monday of the year? First official Monday. Well, I'm very good. Thank you for asking. And I think largely due to the fact that 20 minutes ago, I had a Barocca, which will be my pre-podcasting preparation for uh, henceforth forever because I'm feeling on top of the world. Now, have you had any supplements or nutritional aids? Well, it's funny you should ask. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because over the festive break, I went and enjoyed the weather bomb in the US. Um, and wasn't it fun? Um, but also while I was there, I was able to acquire some, uh, some oops, drop them, concentration gummies, uh, which are promoted by one of the Kardashians. Um, so, of course, it was but the work of a moment. It's actually the work of a Black Friday deal uh, for me to acquire some of these concentration gummies. Um, which uh, Courtney Kardashian, I believe, is the promoter of said gummies, which came, which contains citrusoline and lion's mane. Um, and you have two a day, and then you can concentrate forever. So, uh, but no more. Um, it says don't, don't exceed the dose because then you might concentrate too much. And possibly then you might concentrate and realise that you shouldn't be consuming all of your medication in gummy form, um, which is certainly the current trend I found in the US. It's got some very high-strength melatonin that was in gummy form. Uh, keep out of reach of children, yes, I bet. Um, so, yes, I'm excited. I had two, which is the maximum and advised dose. Uh, so I look forward to concentrating really a lot. Um, and, uh, yeah, make for a smart choice, it says. My favourite bit of my favourite label, there's nothing not to like about these big American labels, is there, of course. Um, but my favourite part of the label is strawberry flavoured with other natural flavours. And will you ever know? Will you ever oh, it's know? It's flavour, but not with strawberry. No. So that says organic natural flavour. Yes. Well, there we go. And you are right on trend because, of course, it is January when everyone suddenly berates themselves for eating 12 tonnes of cheese every hour and many, many pastry bakes. So that's Lion's Mane all the way for me. Lion's Mane, of course, is this season's brain thing after, was it, Ginkgo in the 90s. And now it's all about this. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Oh, that's a shame. We are we are but a short hop and a skip before you start indulging in fermented foods. I fear I'm not fermenting anything. I mean, no, we're post fermenting now. Anyway, I'm sick of. We're I'm not. Sick of, we're not because I was. Listening, I can't be no. jars of things rotting around the house. <laughs> no, no, because I was listening to a podcast only this morning uh, with what's his chops tim i'm gonna say specter uh and he is he's the new uh, guru for everything and how and and all these diets all the ketoing and fasting and all that malarkey is out what is in is a gut friendly diet by which through which you you must uh eat um 30 different types of seeds each week and that's not as horrifying as it sounds because you can include coffee with that oh, yes. uh, fermented a fermented type of food every day why because it's good for your gut because your microbiomes or whatever they're called in your gut microbiomes. <laughs> biomes in your gut which are super super clever uh they need to be nourished and fermented foods do that uh eating the rainbow 
Uh, good news is coffee is very good for you, so that's that, that's to be applauded. So I reckon a bit of fermented food and your Kardashian gummies and you'll be set. They must surely the Kardashians are ahead of it on this. There must be some fermented food in here. Hmm. I'm thinking increasingly as I digest these that I shouldn't have had coffee with them. You are going to be super charged. <laughs> I don't need anything done. Catherine, ask Catherine today because no, I'll I, I, I get it in the next seven minutes before I think it's gonna, it's all going to go wrong. Put your requests yeah, in now. Syrup, mm. lovely. You mentioned you acquired these uh, when you were when you were enjoying. You can't, these. you can't acquire these in Europe land for what I suspect will become obvious reasons as I digest them. Um, but um, oh, it's gluten free. Well, thank goodness, and vegan. Ah, uh, well, that's nice. Uh, yes, because I, I decided to see whether it's possible to travel long haul post pandemic um, again, and it's not. So, uh, so don't try it. <laughs> doing the research on behalf of us all. Anytime, anytime. I was I was thrilled by the. I had been concerned, as, as some who listen to this podcast will know, I had been concerned about whether I'd be able to cope with the amount of time involved in a long haul without pulling my legs off with boredom. But I've forgotten, of course, that long haul isn't like, say, spending five hours on EasyJet because uh, you have like the telly um, and people bring you wine in a can and regular meals um, and you have little blankets. And it was amazing. It's like a mini break. Uh, so I watched Top Gun a couple of times, drank my wine in a can, have a little blanket. It's lovely. It's lovely. So, yes, the only problem that happens, of course, is when you try A, try and transfer or B, fly into a weather bomb. So uh, don't do those things. Uh, don't do those things at all. So, but other than that, so this sort of takes us back to the ferry, does it not? Which we discovered oh, when yes. we did ferry, but didn't eat the quiche. That it was the the the, the journeying was mm. actually actually a delightful part of the experience. So perhaps yes. perhaps there's something in there that we could just you could just enjoy the five hours of solitude yes. and limitless Top Gun. And well, uh, a long, 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 long time ago, when BA launched its flatbeds, um, we were taken by BA to try the flatbeds uh, to New York, and then sort of show it, shuttle back again quite quickly afterwards. Um, so really, that was that. It was the travelling for travelling's sake, um, which which Greta would not approve of, obviously. But by train, certainly, certainly, or and possibly, I'm not sure whether ferries are good or bad. I'm going to say good. We think good for the planet. Oh, large amount of fuel chugging into the sea, but mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like better that. than planes, possibly. I don't think this is a return to the golden age of cruising, though. No, and also by virtue of the fact that we, you know, the hotel sector is what keeps a roof over our head. If we were the journeying for journey's sake, would sort of put the kibosh on needing hotels quite well, similar. You say that, but of course, Ackle have the Orient Express. Wow. Um, I don't know if anyone's seen the the new revised interiors for the Orient Express trains that I certainly won't be able to afford to go on, but are well fancy. Um, and of course, the Four Seasons that has its own yacht. That sounds very familiar. Yes. yes. Okay. So there we are. There we are. So really, hotels need to be thinking more about that. And then you have more of this kind of joined up thinking because would would you or wouldn't you think I would love for Marriott to come and pick me up in the Marriott helicopter, whether on my way to my Marriott hotel from my Marriott experience. It's the next step, isn't it? You see, it's all about <clears throat> the creative ideas with New Dog PR. They, we just cannot stop them. I think this is your gummies coming into play. Exactly. See, the gummies are kicking in now. And um, it doesn't say how long they last. Which is a bit of a concern. <laughs> That's the duration of the podcast is what we can all hope. 
I'm hoping that it's not like when you get a sugar rush and then you can't move afterwards. Like you think for a while and then you can't think at all for for hours and hours afterwards. Oh, we'll find out shortly, I expect. Absolutely, and if nothing else, that is incentive for people to tune into the next episode when we all will be revealed. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so how are you seeing, how, well, how was your festive break? Did you sample any unusual travel situations? Well, festive break was joyful, or yes, lovely. Uh, lots of people here, so I'm now sort of trying to rem- remember how to cook for less than 15 people, which is um, which is fine. It's, yes, good. Lots of lots of fun, um, and we did have a bit of travel. We uh, enjoyed Cornwall in winter post Christmas. The best type of Cornwall. It's the very best type of Cornwall, and I have come to the conclusion that that from henceforth that is the only time I will Cornwall because there was also beaches in the winter. It's just the it's brilliant because there's not sand. You don't get sand everywhere, sand, and you don't really go in the sea. So there's just less faff. The dog was beside himself with the beach and the space, and absolutely like is still knackered. We got back a week ago, still exhausted. Okay. Um, Cornwall in the winter, everyone should do it, please. Although not everyone, because then it become Cornwall in the summer. No, no. Yes. only a limited number of people should do it. Yes, the select few. But yes, Perrin Porth, Cornwall. Winter sun, absolutely joyful. I don't think I would qualify that as winter sun, but never mind. Well, no, there was an occasion where I did feel like some vitamin D was permeating my skin, but only for possibly 26 seconds. Well, do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm better for the planet than going to Barbados, and you're less yes. likely to bump into, um, into Boris Johnson. So that's all good. That's always sort of in the top five bits of priorities for my travel planning. And no, disappointingly, no or very little travel chaos because we just went in the car, it's a bit of a pig getting home, but, you know, it's all right, really. Mm. It's fine, disappointing. Um, disappointing, but in a glorious way. Uh, so we are at the start of the year. This is a tradition to have a look forward with looking with gazing into the future with future predicting ideas and thoughts as to what's going to happen to our glorious sector in this this coming these coming 12 months what will we have quarter of reckoning i i sort of hope we do but i sort of hope we don't because then you'll have to stop using that voice and we'll have to find a new strap line (laughs) no 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 that's i can need more gummies so the end of 2022 came the the issue of debt was bubbling wasn't it and the and the cost of debt and whether this would be the catalyst for the quarter of reckoning do you think that might happen inspired you know what at this point we haven't had the quarter of reckoning yet so it seems unlikely. Um, I think what will be interesting is now that we're all focusing on the leisure sector, and I think that's a given now that we're all focusing on the leisure sector and the luxury sector. Um, so no one's focusing on me in this, it seems, but I'm sure people who aren't constantly traveling luxury are, are doing so with great enthusiasm seem to be more rich people than ever, which is good for the luxury segment. Um, so I think if the hotel sector can continue to pursue the leisure market, that's fine. Whether there will be enough rich people to, um, to sustain things in the lower ends beneath luxury and into economy and the, and of course the notoriously under demolished mid market, remains to be seen um so i think that could well be where we see pressure coming into play so maybe maybe 
Um, there's still lots of, in the UK certainly, still lots of economy targeting the market um, and general enthusiasm. Um, we look forward to the imminent results uh, quarter fun to see what's going on there, but everyone still seems hopeful, certainly in terms of all the global operators. We're not hearing too many tales of trauma. Um, but at the same time, we're also not seeing all these massive deals that we expected to see through the quarter of reckoning. And um, and I think that's what we had expected to see or hoped to see, not hoped, but, you know, some light disruption is not always bad. Um, <clears throat> but without wishing to go to Elon Musk about it, um, I think that we had hoped that there might be some interesting chopping and changing um, to be seen in the sector. And I think it's more than likely that people will do deals with their lenders and will do deals with other people so they can kind of clatter on that the way they always have. Um, so, yes, what will be interesting for the sector is the ACOR breakup. Um, no breakup, it's not really. I think division, division is, is that the word they're looking for? They're not calling it a breakup. They're calling it like a, a division. Um, and so they announced very recently that this would involve um, Bazan taking over the luxury end of the market and JJ Mora, the deputy CEO, uh, would be given uh, the other bits that aren't maybe so glamorous, but I'm sure he will enjoy that. <laughs> and certainly it's, um, I think, well, both of these things could easily be sold off um, to interested comers. Um, so I think that's going to be the the move. Um, and it's been, it's been, it's, it's reassuring because last year we usually expect Apple to drive the news because they do the stuff um, and they do the interesting things. Um, last year we had a lot of higher action, higher buying dream. And then, of course, before that they bought Apple, um, Apple Leisure, that is. So they were doing some things, as one would expect in the luxury segment. But um, but it's kind of reassuring to have Accor back in the saddle, back setting the tone and, you know, giving us all something to chunter on about. So I think this year the chuntering will be mostly based around um, Accor's division of its of its brands and what's going to happen to them then. I don't think anyone thinks they're just going to sit there quietly being two divisions. I think everyone thinks that one of them will be sold off or if not both of them, will we even have an Accor by the end of the year? Da, da, da. Da, da, da. Your friend and ours, uh, your friend and mine, Thomas Dubarre, is the he's been popped on the executive committee as CEO of the Americas, and that's not what he was doing a few months ago, was it? He wasn't CEO of Americas, or have I got that completely uh, wrong? No, he was in, I believe, Latin America, um, and happy out there. And last time I spoke to him, was enjoying it very much. Very good. Well done, so, yes. So, yes. And, of course, that's an interesting, relevant area for Apple because they've recently been overtaken by Marriott um, down there due to some some fun mid-market action that Marriott was getting up to. Well, on your point, uh, on the observation of, of what Accor are doing with their uh, segmenting, um, this brings us on to what I think – well, we've talked about this. We talk, talk, talk about this no end. Even at our Christmas at our Christmas party, I think we talked about this. Um, is the 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 whole premise of what the value of a brand is? And your column last week talked about uh, IHG's valuation, or the week before. You're looking at me like it wasn't last week. I don't know. I don't remember anything I've written for more than so okay. hours. Well, so. I do. So I read it. Uh, uh, I should read them as well in a most concentrated fashion. I read them. Um. Uh. So. And and we have all um, la- yes we we have all the collective we have have possibly queried the value of a brand, um, mm. and yet uh, IHG's recent valuation seems to suggest that there is there 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 may there there may well be value in them their brand hills. 
What do you think? Yes, indeed. Yes, the good people at Peel Hunt upgraded IHG, um, saying that they were not, I said being dragged down by being in the UK, but that's not as accurate as it might be. But certainly that's the implication that I took, possibly incorrectly because I hadn't had any of my Kardashian gummies that day. Um, but uh, but certainly they were able to look and say, oh, look, it's um, they are the domestic market. Yeah. But uh, but the US, you know, holiday in, holiday in. So it's kind of, is is it a case that they are able to, to value the company based on brands or is it that it's holiday in? Um because that's like the the brand, isn't it? Really, the hotel brand, um, and uh, and owned as uh, as I as I pointed out, much to my own amusement, sadly, uh, owned by a foreign company. So you can, um, I'm not sure where there was big brouhaha when, um, as the then Bass acquired Holiday Inn in the US, in the way that people go, oh, we can't have foreign people owning these things, or where the Americans didn't care. Um, I just, I just go, don't remember at the time, but um, but yes, foreign owner makes good with iconic us brand achieves valuation upgrade off the back of it so we look forward to hearing more about this and particularly the views of bdrc who of course do their yes exactly it's all that whole what has been very interesting brand margin um product for a while now um so yes and uh and what they always make a lot of as well of course is the family of brands thing so while um ihg acquired holiday Inn. i think that they were responsible for launching holiday Inn express and certainly there are holiday Inn resorts and things as well that you can do so it's all about the brand family um and which ihg have uh shown some uh, shown some enthusiasm for not as much enthusiasm as the likes of marriott and hilton who will bang a marriott this or buy hilton that on the end of things but um but certainly enthusiasm nonetheless and we we um well we don't wait to see what fascinating things ihg are going to do this year because ihg tend to be quite restrained in their doings um some light doing some light doing this year from ihg very possibly um we should probably talk a little bit about tech because that's a Ooh, thing, isn't it? It's a thing, isn't it? Thing. So 2023 and technology in hotels. We kind of got to the point, didn't we, at the end of last year where the uh, there was, well, from our from New Dog's point of view, um, one of our clients was, was delighted with an enormous injection of cash, thus proving uh, or thus potentially um, challenging the general state of investment in technology, which was somewhat less buoyant than hospitality technology. So do you think hospitality tech is still to be enjoyed by investors? I think I think it is. And my reasons for this are twofold. Uh, one, there's not enough staff. And so you need technology. And so that's really the end of that. And you can be more efficient and you can drive uh, ancillary revenues. And two, the investor into Muse, because Muse is where it was, um, the lead investor anyway, uh, Shinovac, Am I saying that right? Yep. Um, is also an investor in a company called Nix, um, which I also investigated while I was in the US because, you know, it's not just hanging out, drinking, eating, well, it's hanging out, drinking, um, eating Kardashian gummies. Um, I also went to enjoy, so Nix is a Swedish um, company which produces low carb, low sugar, and you would think low interest um, ice creams um, and like protein bar things. And tragically in the UK, you can only get the protein bars, one of which was very pleasant. I tried one the other day. Um, um, but in the US, you can buy all of their ice creams. Um, and my cousin was delightful enough to have laid in some of these ice creams for the Christmas festivities. 
and we ate them and I can confirm that they were very delicious and not like the usual low carb, no low sugar, low fun um, product. And so one has to think that if a company like this, which can go and support such such marvelous innovations in ice cream, is also getting into hotel technology, then surely the message is clear. <laughs> it couldn't be more so if it was in a fortune cookie. No, exactly, exactly. So I thought, yes, this is going to go very well indeed as far as technology goes. Um, so, yes, no, the hotel technology, people have finally realised that it's actually something that you actually need. Um, it's taken about as long as it's taken hotels to work out that you actually need to provide the internet as well and that you can't Corporate. charge for it. Um, so it's become now or is becoming part of a hotel's operations um, that you have to have and it's not just something you can complain about or try and pass on the cost of. It's part of the operations. And who knows, maybe one glorious day we will get the internet for free and a load of delicious Swedish ice cream when we check into a hotel. Mm. That is the dream. Maybe not this year. Maybe not this year. Well, yeah, let's not let's not get carried away. Um, well, um you next to you. Well, exactly. You can't do everything all at once, can you? You know, you just spread out, spread out, spread out the uh, spread out the joy. Um, any other thoughts on the year, or otherwise? Otherwise, I think we might we might wrap up, leave the glorious listeners to enjoy and absorb all of our all thoughts um, until the next episode. Yes, I need to carve some time out of my busy day to continue my one-person diatribe against lovely people at Virgin Airlines and uh, their marked inability to deliver any kind of long-haul delight for my pleasure. Well, in that case, (laughs) we'll conclude our predictions. I need to see my concentrating window. (laughs) Um, and uh, thank you for your time. Obviously, thank you for your time. It's very, it's very lovely to see you again. In very much enjoyed this first episode. Um, we will be continuing our ramblings and and highly concentrated thoughts on the hotel sector throughout the year with with a range of glorious guests. Um, if you would like to be one of those glorious guests, do get in touch by whatever means takes your fancy. Always, always happy to hear from uh, friends and colleagues. Um, and there's also sharing and liking and following and the subscribing and all those other things that if you could do via the platform on which you listen to this, that would be most marvellous. Thank you for your listening ears and do join us again next time for the next episode of New Tricks. Cheery bye. Bye bye. bye. So that concludes our thoughts for this week. Thank you to everyone involved in creating this episode and providing something for your ears whilst walking the dog, washing the cat, chopping the veg, or however else you pass the time while podcasting. Please do review and subscribe if you get your ear entertainment via Apple or follow new tricks if your ear delight comes from Spotify. These things make a difference, apparently. Until next time.